Hey, y'all. This whole thing started as a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, saying, hey, let's record. Maybe other people will enjoy sitting at the table with us. The fact that you're here listening to us play D&D will never fail to be wild to me. If you like what you hear and you want to peek behind the door, I invite you to join our Patreon. By contributing to the Patreon, you can gain access to exclusive, handcrafted content, while also helping us pay for things like podcast hosting and logo designs. It's tough out here. On top of that, each subsequent tier allows access to the previous tier's rewards. The $2 tier grants you the title of Honorary Son, while giving you access to the patron-only Discord channel and a bonus entry into our giveaways. The $5 tier knights you as a hero of the Ten Towns, giving you early access to our episodes and access to our patron-exclusive one-shots. The $10 tier elects you to Ted Johnson's cabinet, which opens the cover to Fang's detailed note-taking journal and lets you know of future Suns projects currently in the works. Thanks for everything you do, Patreon aside. Without you, we wouldn't be here. The link to the Patreon is in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you out there. Thanks for listening, and stay frosty. Welcome back to Severed Sons, everyone. <laughs> we are a Frostmaiden actual play D&D podcast, and we are excited to bring you tales of the frozen north and the everlasting rhyme. My name is Ron Murphy, Dungeon Master, and around the virtual table we have... Hey, it's Paul. What's good? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ross. Hey, guys, it's Blake. Hey, everybody. I'm Josh. Good day. I am Zach. <laughs> Day already? I, I'm Claire. And? Oh, oh you said it. No, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. <laughs> it's just like, what the layers? <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I, it went real high. So. It's like, okay. <laughs> I went, I'm <laughs> it's, it, Let's get right into it, okay? This is oh, a very, God. very important episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> If everyone is ready, let's no. begin. T- no, we're not ready. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready, but I'm not. Well, let's begin tonight's episode of Severed Sons, episode 35, A Meeting of the Stubborn Minds. Last time, Kai, you were overlooking the main plaza in Bryn Shander. To the north, the Shardland Dragon continued its deadly assault. Amidst the panicking throng of people in the plaza, you could also see Ryan Rockwell running hand-in-hand with a large and imposing red-haired giant of a man. Attempting to stop the dragon's rampage, you ran to the north as Ryan disappeared into the crowd. The rest of you arrived at the battleground shortly after Kai. 
Fang, you climbed up to the roof of a building, while you and the rest of the party pelted the construct with spells and missile weapons, knocking large, rocky chunks from its body. The dragon retreated, and as it did, it flew close to the cleric, allowing the evil, corrupting nature of the Shardalan to take hold of Fang's mind. You continued to launch distant attacks, but under the influence of the dragon, Fang attacked you, distracting you enough to allow the dragon to escape. Donar and Kai, you brought Fang back to his senses as the creature disappeared into the snow clouds south of the city. After the fight, Kai, you searched in the plaza for any sign of Ryan and the man, while the rest of you investigated a disturbance at the town hall. Donar, before entering, you were told that Trovis, the sheriff and speaker of Kerkonig, had been killed while defending the town, which made Deputy Donar the new sheriff. Inside, you discovered that McGregor, the man who had been accompanying Ryan, had saved Speaker Duvessa Shane's life during a Durgarian assassination attempt. After tense words were exchanged, you were invited to return for a Ten Towns Council meeting that evening, and Mishan of Lathander invited you to rest at the temple until then. After reuniting with Kai, he told you of how deadly and dangerous a villain Meathook was, and how imperative it was to stop him. As you were walking back to the temple, you were joined by Captain Scath, who told you that his boss, the Speaker of Targos, was the leader of this Antarum in Icewind Dale, and that Ryan Rockwell was his undercover agent in keeping tabs on the activities of the Meat Hook's organization, the Juggernaut. That evening, you arrived at the location for the meeting, seeing two familiar faces, Speaker Nimsy Huddle of Lonelywood and Russell the Berry Shrub, and all together you entered the building, anxiously awaiting the start of the meeting. I'd like everyone except for Kai and Brune to go off headset. You got it, boss. Neat. Neat. <laughs> Kai, I'm just going to be out and open about this, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you notice Brune watching you like a hawk, and you're having trouble getting away without him noticing. What do you do? Don't you have somewhere to be? Do you have somewhere else to be? Got something to take care of. You are very mysterious, Kai. That has been obvious since the day that we met. I have tried to understand you and, to be honest, trust you, but while you have not been not untrustworthy, you have been, well, not always present. And I believe where you are trying, where you must go, is indeed where you must go. All that I ask is whatever you are doing does not interfere with this meeting. It is the most important thing right now. You got it. I hope your path is safe. I guess we'll see. We shall. I'm just going to turn and look at Scath and say, can we chat? Yeah. Let's go chat. You know, I'm not supposed to go to this meeting, but I can hold off leaving town for a second. You know, I'm giving giving another chance to punch you in the nose. haven't done that in a while. I just need your help. Hmm. Let's go. And I start to walk off. And he disappears down an alleyway. And let's get everybody back on headset. While you were preparing to leave to go to the meeting, you noticed that Kai and Brune went outside to have a conversation, and only Brune returned. This is before you've gone to the meeting hall, so this is kind of backtracking a little bit. So where, where are we at the, the present? Um, I think you were at the House of the Morning Lord. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And Russell hasn't shown up yet. No, this is you haven't gone to the meeting house yet, Great. so you haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. So upon seeing that, Donar mm-hmm. would say, uh yeah, uh Brood, Brood, I, I don't want to pry. Uh, I know we've got some serious things going on. But where's our buddy uh Shinobi? You know, what what's going on? When has Kai ever been one to be upfront? He and <laughs> <laughs> he uh talked to the man uh Scath and took him he asked for his help. Uh I had a very brief conversation with him and I believe this is what is best for him and for us. I do not think we will see him at the meeting. All right, dude. Okay, that uh, does stress me out a little bit, because I was maybe counting on some help from him, but that's fine. I trust your judgment. Holy fuck, okay. Zhang's eyes kind of squint, and he says, Kai will not be at the meeting, the same meeting that uh, Meat Hook McGregor will be at. I have my worries as well, but he gave me his word that the meeting would go on uninterrupted and take for that as you will, but it is what he told me. And in that moment, I believe he was telling the truth. And you say he is with Scat? Yes. Hmm. He asked, all I heard is him ask for his help with something. Fang just silently nods, kind of takes that in introspectively. Spitz will go up to Donar and gently put a hand on his shoulder and say, I know that this is a lot. Yeah. But if anyone can do this in this room, it's you. (gasps) We're all here for you. We're here to support you. If you need anything at all, just let us know. Spitz, you freaking rock. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, I, I believe you. I wouldn't want to have another team by my side. There are just so many fucking variables, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. I got it's, kind of a game plan in mind, but I'm sweating through my scales, dude. Don't worry. We've got your back and each of your scales, too. Oh, thanks. There's so many. I wasn't, I wasn't actually aware that you could sweat. I don't sweat. Well, tracks. Nobody cares. Sorry. Nobody cares right now. <laughs> Not related. Uh, you know, stream of consciousness. No, kind of thing. I appreciate the uh, bit okay. of levity. I think it's nice. Donor, it's true. I was once told by a friend of mine that the way one eats is the way one works. And if that is true, my friend, we are in for a show. I'm not going to, like, flambe anything. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> I'm clearly deflecting because I'm, I'm uncomfortable, but I appreciate it, Brune. I, I'm going to try to be methodical. I'm trying to be responsible. He's going to look down at his his former deputy, now Sheriff Star, and say, I'm going to freaking do it for Travis and for and for the Dale and for all the y'all and all the good people, you know? And that was the moment that Brune passed his inspiration on to you. Ooh, sweet. Thank you, dude. So continuing on, it gets close to eight bells. You know that they're going to open the meeting house at 7.30 to let some some people of the public observe. They're, they're usually, these meetings are kind of boring and really annoying for most people. They don't like going to them, so usually no one attends. But outside the meeting hall, it's very crowded. You kind of have to get guards to help 
usher you through. Um, who all is going to go inside? Everybody? Mm-hmm. If, if they'll let us. Yeah, they will. All of you are together. Um, On the way there, Fang would have a sharp eye out for Fang. Or an idiot for... <laughs> For Kai. <laughs> you see yourself. You see yourself. <laughs> I look so good. He perceives. <laughs> you, you walk past a, an icy, like an icy uh, window, and you just see your reflection. It's like, oh, Christ. He's looking for Kai. <laughs> make a perception check. Okay. God, I gotta look it up. It's been a month and a half since we played. Um, nine. <laughs> nine. No sign of the Shinobi. Okay. Uh, is everybody on roll 20? Can you see the meeting hall? Yes. Uh, this is a balcony, the lower part. Uh, this map, battle map was drawn by, was created by Graham in our oh, yeah. Discord. And he is oh, a patron yeah, and it's great. amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah. So thank you, Graham, for that. It looks amazing. Uh, I'm loving this couch. I was just uh, going to say that. Downstage left. <laughs> no, can we get on the couch? That's a big couch. Well, as you walk in, you see um, McGregor and Ryan sitting on it. Boo. Oh, he would be on that. Couch. Do they look to be in, in conversation or anything? What's the, what's the mood? Somewhat. Yeah. Um, kind of like he's relaxed, kind of laid, laying back. Like you see the kind of the he's so big that the couch is actually kind of like sagging a little bit. And Ryan is sitting next to him, a, more observant than he is. He just seems to be enjoying it, enjoying the attention, and he's getting a lot of attention. Um, people are kind of coming up and like talking to him, and he kind of waves them away. Uh, people actually, there's um, a man in a um, a fur-lined tuxedo, for lack of a better word, it has like a long, stringy black tie, <laughs> and he comes over and hands um, on a tray a bottle. It's like, and you overhear somebody say, "That's Speaker Duvessa's uh, brand, personal brand, favorite brand. Uh, it must be a gift from her." Uh, so the entry hall is right up, if I recall, it's right here on the upper left corner. Oh, so we just yeah, came, you came in, in up, there. up there. Lots of people milling about. You see a few people up on the stage, which is up a few feet above the ground, and there's stairs. It's actually low enough that you could probably just kind of like hop up to get up to it. It's less than like three or three feet off the ground, but you just can't kind of like easily step up onto it. Uh, and there's stairs to get up to the balcony, which is about 10 feet off the ground. Do those people look like the, the town speakers we've met? Some of them. You see Duvessa, who is actually um, um, Duvessa and the sheriff is at her side. There are 10 chairs, comfortable-looking chairs, on the dais. You see Nimsy up there, but Russell is lost in the crowd. You don't see Russell. Um, you see Speaker Waylon from East Haven. Uh, and you see the Captain Argalath standing close by. You also see Speaker Maxidenar from Targos. Yep. And you also see... Let's see. You don't see any other speakers. You see one, two, three, four, five speakers. And that's it. That you recognize. Donor's looking around for like a uh, like a court stenographer or somebody running running the meeting, some kind of stage um, manager to talk to. <laughs> um, 
you do see um um actually Michonne is running the meeting. Let me write that down. Oh sweet. And she is set up here in Copper Knobberknocker is at the book inscribing like he's got a pen, a quill with a long feather sticking up, and he's ready to inscribe into the book the the minutes of the meeting. Upon seeing them, Donar's gonna turn heel back to the group and uh with a sigh say all right see y'all on on the other side um if you can if if it's an open forum if you can speak up uh you know I, i'd appreciate the help cuz i might stammer a little bit i've never spoken in front of this many people and i don't know what's going to happen but i'm going to see if i can get on that stage Zhang walks up to him puts a hand on his shoulder he says donar we have come a long way together yeah you must know that you are not the same dragonborn that left the Temple of the Wandering Spirits long ago. That's true, dude. You have many titles, and you have much more to offer than you think that you do. You will be fine. Dude, thank, thank you, my guy. Um, I worry that I'm still capable of making the same mistakes. Some of those are, like, internal, and they're going to be there for a while, but... Today, I'm going to try to turn a little bit. It is a new day. See you in a few. And with a nod, Donar's going to walk over to that center table and engage in conversation if they're not busy. Okay. Michonne, um, uh, what are the rest of you doing while she, he does that? Uh, Spitz is kind of keeping an eye out for Speaker Dermute. Um, he, uh, I know that she... Yeah, she, um, yeah. she's actually already up on the dais. You see her kind of going up there. She has a broken arm, I believe, is what I said last time. And she seems very alone. There's no one else with her. If if she has the chance, Spitz would go and. You're taller than everybody. Yeah, you, she <laughs> sees you coming. <laughs> she comes up. She like walks to the edge of the, and she actually is kind of. She's kind of like a short little old lady, um, like wilderness tough looking. And she comes up, and she's actually just eye to eye with you, like as she's standing on top of them, and she looks at you and's like. Spitfire, it's good to see you. It's great to see you too. Are, are you so okay? Did, I heard that you were fighting the dragon. I am. I am okay. I uh, am truly devastated to hear about Dugan's Hole. You have my sincerest apologies that we couldn't do more sooner. If there's anything you need of me, please we, let me know. We will rebuild stronger. I am confident of that. Many of us escaped into the woods, but we lost many many of our own. And she kind of like looks kind of a little upset. And she says, do you know who did this? Were you able to find we anything have, out? We have some inklings. I think more will come to light throughout this meeting, but know that I'm here for you. And I'm so glad to see you here. Dugan's hole could use your rage right about now. It's always at the ready. <laughs> and she actually leans down and gives you a one-armed hug. Oh, Spitz will hug her back. And she, like, gets up and says, I have not seen um, Fila in quite a long time. Do you, have you heard from her? Assholes. There is some complicated news with that. Fila's not quite herself these days. Uh, but I believe that the person she is w- would be safe. She looks confused, uh, but so she's she's okay. Too. So she's okay. I think so. My next 
My next goal is to find her. And you see uh, Michonne talking to Donar, and we'll go over there in a second. But she start, looks like she's trying to get things to calm down. Trax, what are you doing? So anyway, Trax is uh, he's very focused on McGregor right now. So I think he's he's kind of um, pretend mingling. Okay, you know, and yeah, I'd like you to, and he's kind of just trying to go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, he's just trying to kind of like see what he's doing. Make a perception check. It's gonna be a fourteen. You look over at the balcony, and you you see a familiar-looking half-elf that looks like you, just sitting up there. He's actually talking to a human woman that you don't recognize. So he's gonna just—he's gonna be like, <laughs> and then he's gonna see that and immediately okay. dash over there. All of you see tracks kind of like start to like weave through like tiny tiny tracks weave through legs all over the place. Um, Okay, um, Brune, what do you do? Uh, Brune, uh, I, I feel like this is kind of all happening at the same time, so, like, Fang is watching Donar leave, Brune is watching Trax run that way, uh, Brune will, like, kind of grab Fang's shoulder and turn him around and just, um, point out Trax moving towards, uh, the McGregor and Elf body. Okay. He won't say anything. Got it. Okay, Fang, what are you doing? Um, Fang has... He he considers going after Trax for a hot second. Doesn't see what he's looking at, but um, assumes he knows best for for himself at this moment. And mm-hmm. Fang is, is very, uh, very concerned uh, with keeping an eye on McGregor. So um, he kind of just casually tails this um, side wall right at the entrance and kind of picks a spot right up against the wall. If there's a stool, he'll sit on it, but okay. um, probably standing up against the wall so his eyes can scan the whole room. Um, his right eye kind of focused, his peripheral vision focused on McGregor, and then his attention and body focus is toward the stage. Uh, Bruno, once Fang leaves, and uh, kind of, Bruno kind of clocks that Fang's got his eyes on that, uh, Trax is doing his thing, um, Spitz is talking to people. Bruno will take the, if, if it's open, this seat uh, closest to the door, and he's putting on that old man thing he does. Like, he's going slow. It looks like uh, they're reserving like- the seats on the floor oh, okay. for, like, at least in the front, for people who are involved or have connections to people on, on the dias. Mm. So, like, um, you actually look, look over and you see Russell kind of sitting back here. Uh. Then uh, I'll I'll go try to sit with Russell. Okay, Russell says, "Um, what? How did Russell know you as? Uh, who were you? Uh, who were you at the mummy? Slush? slush? Um, that would have been slush. Yeah. Russell yeah, goes, yeah. slush. It's good to see you. Uh, would you like a berry? I would. I would love a berry. It's Brune now. Oh, nice uh, to meet you, Brune. Long story, my friend." You as well. How are the kids? They are safe. <laughs> I have kept. I've kept them very safe. <laughs> hey, are, where are they now? They're actually. Um, there is a, a back room behind the dais. Some of the family are being protected there. Of family of the speakers are back there being protected. Ah, good. Uh, may may I? Sit with you? Are these reserved? Please, I would I would enjoy your company. I would like to hear all about how you've been doing. 
Oh, I will tell you everything. Well, I would like that. The next, until the meeting begins. And he'll, he'll sit down <laughs> and, he puts, and just... he puts two little, like, uh, shrubby hands <laughs> on his chin. Shrubby chin. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And listens. Well, we met this bear woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I met a bear woman outside. Ah, that must be space. Ah. <laughs> okay, Trax, you're heading up the stairs. Yeah, he just kind of he lost yeah. all cool and is just dashing as fast as he can up those stairs yeah. towards them. And you get up there and you see the 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 man and the woman look at you as you run up the stairs, kinda of like like that's kind of strange. They are actually kind of like like back here. There's more chairs than what's actually on the map, but they're not close to actually they're not close to um McGregor. They're kind of like here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they're kind of watching you like a strange looking kobold running up the stairs and, and they go back to talking, trying to ignore you. What do you do? They they looked right at you, by the way. So he's probably like <sighs> Excuse me. Um can I can I help you? It, you hear this Icewind Dale accent come out of him. I'm sorry, dude. Do, do you not recognize um, me? I, I don't. Uh, uh, who are you? Um, um, my name's Willard. Uh, Willard, oh. Wow, master of disguise, Willard. What accent is that anyway? You Are, are you making that up? The, the woman says, "What? what's going on here? Who, who are you? Get out of here. This is very important. Stop disturbing. You're, you're being a disturbance. Get out of here. And the, the, the Willard goes, now, I'm, I'm sorry, but you're disturbing my woman here. I'm going to have to ask you to leave now. I'm going to inside okay. check. Not, not the woman part. I, I, I fully believe that I'm disturbing his woman. But the other stuff. Make an inside check. Oh, that's an eight. He's telling the truth. He is, you, <laughs> he's just being very, like, he doesn't seem to recognize you at all. And I'm going to, I'm going to jump up and I'm going to grab his, his cuffs. I'm going to, and I, like his, uh, his, yeah. his collar and, and Trax is just going to pull oh. his and say, is this your original body? Um, um, not in front of people. I, I made a deal with somebody. Son of a- what, 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 what's wrong? We'll talk after this. Don't go anywhere. Oh, okay. Um, what's your name? You don't need to know. Um, I gave you mine. It's only common courtesy. It's Trax. Nice to meet you, Trax. And he's being really hushed now, kind of like, like, the woman's kind of like, what's going on? Tell me, what? So as I walk away, I just kind of do like the, the <laughs> yeah. watching you. Yeah. Everybody saw this on the floor. He was not being stealthy or quiet in the least bit and after like tracks walks away uh every uh, the crowd starts kind of mumbling amongst themselves again as fang can see the whole room fang sees once tracks jumps and, and grabs the guy's collar fang just and casts vigilant blessing on himself mm-hmm. giving him advantage for the initiative role that is sure to come <laughs> okay so we go to Donar in Mishan and Copper Copper Knocker Copper Knocker Copper Knobber Knocker. Say that 
12 times Three fast. times fast. <laughs> hey. And Irish wristwatch. There it is. <laughs> Irish wristwatch. Okay. It's tough, man. She sees you coming and says, good Donar. Sheriff Donar, I should say. Yeah, uh, actually, that was what I was going to lead with. Donar's going to take off his shutter shades um, and he's going to clip them to his, like, the collar of his robe so they're just hanging at the ready, but so they look casual. Uh, Sheriff, that was actually my, my first question. Uh, of, of course, the untimely and super tragic death of, of our bud, Travis, puts me in kind of a an interesting position. And I was wondering if, if it'd be all right for the two of you if I... um. In, in this setting, speak on behalf of the town of Kerkoenig. I was going to ask if you would do that, actually. Oh, the, thank um, Torm, dude. Uh, I was looking through the – I have all of the town charters here in my book. And I was looking through, and there's no – there usually is a, a sheriff and a speaker. But because Trovis had both roles, there was no one to – take on the job of speaker um, and de- right, right. <laughs> deputizing deputy deputies are not a thing that's in the charter, but because of the extenuating circumstances, we will definitely let you represent Kerkonig tonight. I, I appreciate that. I promise uh, that I, I will do so with a clear, clear head and, and an open mind. And I will not speak blasphemously on behalf of the town. I'm here to help, you know, we know. I do know. Thank you. All right. So, Co- Coppers, you hear Copper says, well, they didn't help me much. <laughs> Writing into the book. <laughs> In fairness, my guy, our plates have been spinning like crazy for like a month straight. I haven't slept in like four days. So I'll help you as soon as I can. I promise. I'll cook you a nice meal. Not not the time to talk about that. Where do I sit? Mashan <laughs> um, <laughs> points to the Diaz and says, um, you're one of the smaller towns, so you're in the back. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, cool, 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 good, good, good. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for this. Um, everything's gonna go great. And Donar's gonna walk um, off and up those stairs. Donar, uh, come back for a second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up? May the light of Lathander shine brightly upon you, and she blesses you. Not that it'll last long, but it's a, it's a it's a proper blessing. I I really appreciate that. Um. Uh, may your may your favorite kind of potato come into your life sooner than expected before the next brunch. She laughs and says, fingerlings? Fig? No one's talking about finger. Okay, we'll talk about it later. It's, it's great. I'm glad you brought it up. And he'll walk up those those side stairs and grab, I guess, just one of those empty seats in the back row. Um, you notice that, counting you, you know that um, – Oh God! What was his name from Tourmaline? Um, Hugh. Speaker Hugh is not here. Gotcha. Okay. And also, um, Speaker Hugh is not here. You actually see someone staring at you as you get up onto, and it's this human ranger with a green cloak, and there's a fox sitting in his lap, and he's staring you down, and he's sitting in the the seats marked for good mead. Oh, uh. Uh, give give him a, a quick two finger salute, and okay. then um, take my seat and uh, <laughs> hold my hands in my lap. There's there's room enough way. where you can kind of like two seats in between the two of you. So yes, oh, yeah, you don't have to sit next to him. That's oh, he's up on stage. He's up on stage in one of the okay. seats. Yeah, G- good, great, thank you. <laughs> okay, 
Michonne says, can we have some order? We need to get this meeting underway before it gets too late. Time is of the essence. And you see her stand up on stage and says, may this meeting of the speakers come to order. May the light of Lathander bless us in these times of dire need. And she nods and she actually holds up a hand and a beam of light kind of shines warmly over the audience and everybody just kind of settles down and quiet and gets sits down. You see um, speaker Dermute from Dugan's hole is in this chair in the back in the middle. Actually, this is uh, the ranger from Goodmead and speaker Dermute walked over to this far seat over here. Speaker Duvesa is in the center. And Speaker Waylon is next to her in the center. Maxidanar is next to Duvesa. So that is six people total out of the ten. Wow. Looking out over the crowd, you see some familiar faces. You see Captain Argalath standing close by in the front row on the house right side. <laughs> and you see um, Ali and Corey Shogard from East Haven. Actually, no, no, from Kerkonig, sorry. They're from Kerkonig. And you see Russell out there. And you see um, several others, but like not, not, nobody you really recognize. Uh, Fang is scanning for um, Valin and Avarice. You do not see either of them. No role needed. Okay. Duvesa, uh, sorry, Michonne says, Let us recognize the dead. Let's go by city. Just because I've got them written down this way, I'm going to go in the order that they were attacked. Speaker Dermute stands up, comes to the front of the stage and says, The entire town of Dugan's Hole has been razed to the ground, including the docks and all our boats. 25 of us were killed. And crying, she walks back. The ranger comes up the front and says, I'm Fife Moran. I recognize good meat. We managed to save the livestock in the town, and 25 of us were killed. 99% of the structures in town are destroyed. The meat hall still stands. However, there are giants currently inhabiting the wreckage. And he goes and sits back down. Speaker Wayland stands up and says, Due to the efforts of our militia, led by Captain Argalath and these noble adventurers, and he points to Donar and to those he can see in the crowd of the of you. Only fifty people were killed, and only a few buildings were destroyed by the dragon. The White Lady suffered some damage, partially collapsing. It is repairable, and many lives were saved. And the dragon was driven from our walls, from our, from our, from our city. Mishan says, Speaker Seaver, last call for Speaker Seaver. And she looks around. Is there anyone here from Cairdenaval who can report on the situation in Cairdenaval? And, and not a single soul answers. Kerr Koenig? <clears throat> Don't I roll, uh, oh no, you go ahead. Um, you see um, Allie and Corey, and they kind of wave at you. And like, I haven't, we haven't had a chance to talk to you, um, 
they say as she kind of comes up to the front. I didn't know if I was going to have to represent the town. Well, I'm I'm happy to to do that. Uh, don't know, clear his throat and look at the room and say hello, everyone. Uh, I, I know a lot of you don't know me. My name is uh, Dune Ardrakadani, and I was deputized by Kirkkonig's late speaker and sheriff, Travis. And I, I'm happy to take on the responsibility. And actually, he's going to look down and point at the two of them. I'm glad you spoke up because I, I believe in this setting, putting his hands up. An open forum is going to help us a lot in terms of the prognosis of the Dale. So, uh, since I do not have an update on Kerkonig, would you care to inform the room as to the state of the town? And Allie gets up on stage. Corey kind of helps her get up. I'll help him too. And Allie says, Due to the bravery of our speaker, Trovis was slain by the dragon, but drove the creature away. Only... A few buildings were damaged and razed to the ground. Only 50 people in the town were killed. However, also killed in the battle was a tennis swift from Frozen Four Expeditions was killed. What Trovis did to save the city, he saved all our lives. And we will we will rebuild stronger. Absolutely. And Allie kind of starts crying and goes over and hugs Donar. I'll I'll give my full attention to the hug, uh, politically I guess, <laughs> like a, like a politician would. And then once waiting for her to pull away, and once she does, uh, I'll turn back to the room and say, "Let us not forget the sacrifices that were made by those who are not with us at this moment. Unfortunately, we will not be able to hear all of the um, the recaps from those brave souls who are no longer." with the Tin Towns, but uh, if I may say to the citizens of Kerkonig and to anyone else who is not concerned because you don't freaking know me, um, I, I will embody the same bravery as Travis did as the interim uh, Deputy Sheriff Speaker of, of Kerkonig. I, I, don't, I don't really know my title, but I, I will, I'll, I'll be good. You hear McGregor shout, Hear, hear! And you know what? I'm glad you spoke up, sir, because... What I think we should do, uh, moving forward, I believe the most important next step for the Tin Towns, as someone who's done a lot of exploring recently, is working forward to protect the Dale. And I think we should, we a round of applause for the man in the back for saving the speaker from poison. The audience, and, and you see um, Duvessa kind of nod and smile at um, McGregor. Michonne says... Donar, thank you for your words. The fate and direction of what we're going to do is on our agenda, but it's much later in the Gosh, right. Got got excited. (laughs) I just wanted to to highlight our hero in the back. Don't worry. I appreciate it. I'll take take my seat, and I will stick to the agenda. Thank you. And he'll turn heel and and sit upstage right. (laughs) You you see um, those who are watching, McGregor is smirking right now. Michonne says... Um, Speaker Matthew? Speaker Matthew from Tourmaline. Speaker from Tourmaline? And you see this um, older fisherman stand up from the crowd and says, Most of the town is in good shape. The militia were able to drive off the dragon before it did too much damage. However, it appears as if the Speaker Matthew led a great many of us into the mines. A large explosion was heard from the mines, and when we went to investigate to help those who had fled there for security, 
looks like the cave entrance had been damaged and caved in, and currently they are trapped in the mine. Fang, I would say Fang is writing all of this down in his journal, um, just the the relevant. Okay. Is there a reaction to that, like in the crowd? Yeah, there there is. There's very very much a. Um, we have workers. The man, the fisherman, continues. We have workers attempting to dig out some miners who were helping. Say that it looks like sabotage. Um, any after this meeting, anyone who wishes to return to Termalane with with me to aid in the recovery effort, uh, any aid would be appreciated. And you see some uh, strong men, workers from the audience, kind of raise their hand and like, "We will aid you. We will help you." The next is Speaker Nimsy, who gets up. Uh, from the back row, and she says, "Such a sad occasion. I only wish that I could have. Normally, I bring cookies for all of you who are attending the meeting, but one, there's too many of you, and also I did not have time to light my fires as we were fleeing. <laughs> the, the good, the good adventurers." And she points to Donar. "What do you call yourselves? I, I do not know how to thank you properly." Well, you know, I. Uh- we we didn't have time to light our fires uh, on that as well. If I if I may borrow your phrasing, we haven't exactly named ourselves. I I don't really think that's important at the present moment. Uh, you know, we we've done our best to protect the Dale, and um, I I think food is a very important part of that. So next time you're looking to provide cookies, I'll help you bake in bulk. Don't you worry. Thank you. You were always coming to the Dale's rescue. Thank you, Dodar. We certainly try. Thank you very much. Because of the warning provided by the Falcon sent by your group, no lives were lost in Lonely One. Oh, thank uh, And you look over and you see, um, you actually see a familiar face because she stands up and applauds and the rest of the people gets up. You see this raven-haired, beautiful woman who was the barkeep at the Lucky Liar. And she applauds. Ty's date. <laughs> <laughs> Spitz is actively crying. <laughs> Where she's sitting. However, the entire town was destroyed. But as others have said, we will rebuild. And she's crying. She says, thank you. And sits back down. The speaker from Bremen? Um, speaker Scalescar. As we know, we've had witnesses that the dragon attacked many of those from Bremen and sank and killed two-thirds of the people who were on from Bremen in those boats. An estimate was made of how many people left. A total of 100 people, Michon says, have been reported missing or deceased. And the entire town was razed to the ground. Speaker Maxidenar stands up and says, because of the fight that the militia of Targos and these strong adventurers who were there, we drove the dragon from our walls. And we will help provide security and help rebuild any town that needs it. I vow on my life. Only a hundred people were killed in the attack. And he sits back down. Then Speaker Duvesa stands back up and says, We still have an issue. The dragon still lives. The Duragar who fought at its side are still hiding amongst us. Vigilance must be adhered to at all times because of the efforts of militia and, again, these adventurers and several magic users, I believe. 
we only lost a few buildings and only 200 people were killed in the attacks. Most of them outside of town, refugees. I vow that we will help the other towns rebuild. And with that, she says, I've been speaking with Mr. McGregor, and she points up to the couch. His organization from Luskin, he came to the town hall. They have found a new supply route, and they are offering to get us the supplies and the food from the south that we so desperately need. From here on out, I call a halt to the sacrifices to Arl. We no longer need her aid. We have McGregor's. They can get us what we need to survive. And with that, Donna's going to lean forward and say, you know what? Once again, I'm glad that you're highlighting this because I think this meeting is a time for transparency and to make sure that we all know as a Dale what we're getting ourselves into and, and who can protect us. So he's going to look back at McGregor and say, uh, sir, would you care to fill us in on, on who you, cause I, I don't, I don't know a ton about you. Would you care to fill in the good folks about this group and what they can expect in terms of protection from you? And did, I'm sorry, do you say juggernaut from, from he stands up. Are you accusing me of something? No, sir, I'm, I'm looking to you for protection from outside sources. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about trade routes from the south. And if you were able to save the good speaker from poison, you certainly know a lot about um, helping the good people. And this, he's going to open his hands up to the room. This is a group of people who are in dire need of help. And I think you might be the one to do it. He stands up and says, I am not a man. Of many words, but I am a man of action. That's good. That's good. Uh, uh, right now in the meeting, we're doing words, though, is, <laughs> is the thing, um, because we've had a lot of action as Dale last couple of days. It's been nuts. And I understand the need to swing a sword, the need to hold a shield over those you're protecting. But I believe it would greatly benefit the Dale to hear about your plans, hear about what you've done in the past, like if you've got a freaking battle resume. I don't know a ton about that. You'd help me out a lot. I know public speaking, right? It, it's tough, but I, I think it would greatly benefit everyone in the room if we could hear some more from you, sir. Because you're speaking to more to the audience than you are to McGregor, who is basically mentally telling you to fuck off. Mm-hmm. He, I would like you to make a persuasion role, and this is to the audience, to basically everyone else. Can we help him? He Can has sway the an, crowd. Um, I do have an inspiration. inspiration. Yeah, tell us. Yeah. yeah. Could, yeah. Fang. We're on here, like, here. yeah, yeah. Tell us more, please. Uh, I think you, you're hearing the crowds from the people. Tracks coughs. <laughs> okay. Are you going to make a roll or are you going to kind of wait? I'm going <laughs> to make a roll. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to use my inspiration. I'm going to use my inspiration here. Okay. Rolling my two Starbuck purple Donar dice. Yes! And uh, that, you said persuasion? That is going to be a dirty 20. Okay. Nice. I believe the people deserve to hear from their hero. Another round of applause. And don't, don't, you don't feel like you have to stick to that couch back there. Make sure that we can really see you and hear you. Uh, if you want to come up to this, uh, Copper, I don't want to make you move your stuff around none. But if you want to come up to this this table... So we can we can really make sure we hear you. It's kind of tough hearing you on the back there. Making me move. Oh, I, I can help he you. Pulls the 
So. Uh, actually, uh, uh, <laughs> donor is going to look to some of the strong folks who who volunteered to help rebuild before. Um, I, I know the room's kind of tough to navigate. You don't have if you got your stuff. Uh, could we get a couple volunteers to help this move this dude's stuff to the center here? Mm-hmm. Spitz immediately goes. Don't don't be shy about okay. it. We're all we're all pals here. Come on. I'll, I'll just up to this table in the center if you don't mind. And he walks down. Walks to the all the way, and the balcony is kind of creaks as he steps. He's just such a big man. Walks to the stairs, creaks down, goes down to the center, and then walks up the middle aisle to the table. I appreciate it. I I know no one wants to walk around more right now. I appreciate you doing that. Fang counters him a little bit and kind of like moves back the wall toward Ryan, um, then back mm-hmm. toward the couch just to get a, a closer eye on on her and a wider shot of the room all the theater terms if you'd like to know what countering means um we'll talk about it in the theater chat in the theater kid on the discord so i would also like to can you can you cheat out yes as can you can you cheat out as spitz puts some of his stuff next to him she makes a point to look down at him (laughs) and then go back to her seat Brune is kind of using his position in the room to try to listen for mumblings or like just to kind of get a feel for the general crowd, like if they're make an make an insight check. Uh that is a thirteen thirteen. Um you feel like the crowd is questioning. The 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 people of Icewind Dale, the ones that you've met, um, they aren't Rubes. I mean, they're very strong and hearty people, but they they questioning like kind get, of doubting they're McGregor. Not pu- they're not pushovers. Yeah. Okay. Cool. How he can do it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, McGregor says, "Now listen here. Yeah, tell us. We have a fleet of boats in Luskin. We can get the boats up through. We have icebreakers. We can get through the sea of moving ice." And we can make landfall at Revel's End. And you hear uh, Fife uh, say, kind of <clears throat> like cough when he says Revel's End. Fife the Ranger. And he continues and says, We have an entire ship loaded with food, supplies, grain, the things that you need to survive. We can get lumber from the southern forest so that none of the trees here can be t- will be touched that's really nice i wouldn't have considered that dude you're thinking of the trees i really appreciate it now if, if i may butt in for a second uh, i'm sure you see a lot of nervous faces in the room these people have seen a lot of destruction over the last couple of days the plan moving forward sounds like it's really solid what i want to do uh speaking for Karakonic, if i may is take a couple steps back and learn a little bit more about you because these people have got to be able to trust you. I know you're capable. You saved a speaker. So, so there is some darkness going on that the speaker over here was poisoned. Something, some bad shit is going down and you stopped it. Um, now I'm sorry. What, what was it that you said? The juggernaut is your group? Yes, we are the juggernaut. Oh, I, so what, what's the deal? What's the deal with the juggernaut? What, how many people do you have going on there? What can they do for the Dale? How'd you get started? I, I want to hear the whole story. We have a large organization. We have farmers. We have laborers. We are a large group of people who, who have seen and understand your plight. Tracks, you know this is bullshit. 
Juggernaut's like twenty <laughs> people max. How many? Uh, what's your? What are your numbers, sir? How many would, would you say are, are part of your group? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to list names? I can list names. Yes. Yeah. When when their ship when the ship gets here, I can have them all meet you in person. Uh, Ron, I don't want you to have to list names, but Donor would make him list names. <laughs> he starts listing names. Make an insight check, everybody. Oh, yeah. Ah. Oh, natural 20, 25. Oh, hell yeah. That's a He's 16. pausing too much in between to kind of like he's coming up with things. No, um Oh no. <laughs> I got a 7, but it's probably I uh cuz he's not paying. He's he's 100% tracks is definitely like Mhm. <laughs> Brune is just mm, silent, yep. uh shaking his head. That's me turning around. Now, I, I'm, okay. I'm knitting um, a little trepidation here, sir. Are, are these newer members of the forces? Because it seems like you're not I, – I, I struggle with names too. But it's hard to remember if, if they've just started with you. Mr. Donar. That's me. Is it, that's your name? Yeah. Well, I've got a last name, but you can call me whatever. You know uh, – and he actually turns to um, Duvessa and says, Speaker – if I'm going to be talked down like this, I can withdraw my offer. I'm moment. sorry, dude. I'm not trying to talk down. I'm not trying to condescend at all. I'm trying to understand. I'm, I've had a long couple of days as well. And um, I, I I just think uh, I, I'm trying to learn a little bit more about – where did you say that you were based? Where's your group based? Out of Luskin. Oh, Luskin. So if you're if you're doing protection in Luskin, then the uh, – the murder of Maxwell Rockwell must have been a big hit to the group. And um, you see him just go white. And uh, there was another one connected to that, right? I, we were hearing about it all through our event. Uh, we were hearing about it at the monastery. Uh, what was the name? It was it was Maxwell Rockwell. Uh, it was Kai Greenswift, right? Green, Blue Swift? Kai, I think it was Kai Greenswift. I will not stand here and be insulted like Wait, hold this on. what what happened insulted and it you, seemed like a you see event. him you see him snap and ryan stands up so and starts coming right, hold, on, hold on hold on i i may have crossed the line um not trying to condescend once again sir that's not really in my nature you can ask anybody who knows me i'm a friend to all we talk about potatoes all the time but if these as news these were very very tragic murders that happened in luskin and I imagine it must have been it must have been difficult for your group if you want to vent about it. Like it's a safe space. Like I said, open forum, open dialogue. What what happened? What happened there? The murderer of Maxwell was committed by Kai. By Kai Greenswift. Yes, I was the one who caught him in the act. And I was the one who put him down. I'd love to insight check that, if I may. Okay. If you'll allow it. Yeah, I'll guess the roll. A roll then. That's a uh, sixteen. <gasps> yes. Oh. Motherfucking is lying through his teeth. Can people pick up on that, or well, just donor? Yeah, people are like nervous, like, and Ryan is like actually looking a little. Um, make an insight. Actually, everybody who's watching Ryan, make an insight check. Donar is dead locked in on on McGregor. I thanks okay. watching Ryan Same. for sure. Brune got a twenty three. Uh, that's better than mine. Ten. Brune, 
Ryan seems to know the truth. Uh, Barun trying to catch Donar's... Oh, Donar's locked. But he's going to try anyway. He'll try to catch Donar's gaze and give a little point towards Ryan with his hat. Um, make a... Um, make a standard charisma check. Okay. I would say performance, but it's just... A- uh, 11. <laughs> 11 Donar you notice you see him kind of like you see just a little bit of motion out of the corner of your eye and it's Brune because you know he doesn't make much yeah. all of his motions are very mm, very pointed certain. yeah 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 so I, I look up and I, I see Ryan uh, looking what, what what's she doing Ryan has kind of stopped halfway up the stairs <clears throat> excuse me uh, miss uh, I, I don't know you super well but you, you were sitting back there on, on the couch together. Could you could you speak to these murders as well? Because the, the more information we have, the better. Once again, she looks four. she looks around, actually looking for a little bit of panic, a little bit. She kind of like looking looking for somebody. It's all right. It's I see it. Hey, you're you're shaking. You've been through a bunch the last few days. I promise this is a safe room, and you'll be protected. You notice all rest of you as he says that. You notice that all of the um, the sheriffs and the captains of like or Cap, uh, Sheriff Markwell is really close to Devessa, and um, Captain Argalath has like stood up and getting ready to for anything to happen. The last thing we want is infighting in the Dale after what's gone down the last couple of days, and especially not in this room. I promise we'll keep you safe. Can you speak to these two murders? One second. Kai, go ahead. It's a 13. What? <laughs> no one sees you. I don't think everybody's like, everybody's attention is, is so McGregor's wrapped. still on the floor. On what's happening. However, he's still on the floor, right right in the middle. Go ahead and move your token on there, onto the... Ryan is on the stairs back here in the um, south um, east corner. As you come in, She's the only person in the room to see you. I'm going to walk right behind McGregor. Okay. And just stay silent for a minute. And we, I, I wouldn't see Kai doing this if he's right behind. To walk into the center of the room, I think everybody would see you. Unless you, this is not really any hiding spots and people are really observing. Yeah, are you trying to I'll sneak try up that close? Okay, make another stealth roll. Could I aid him by distracting McGregor? Because I'm keeping an yes, eye on can, both. You can. Make it at advantage, Kai. Uh, also, um, you notice um, that Kai is wearing his mask. Your eye mask. 25. And at this... Oh, well, because you have... 25. Let's okay, go. so nobody has seen you. So you're able to kind of keep low to the ground. And people are standing up in their seats and upset and angry and what's happening and like some of them are like kind of like is there a fight going to break out people are grabbing weapons ready to the the bare knuckle brawl and Kai what are you going to do once I'm right behind him I'm just going to I'm going to use minor illusion Mm -hmm. to project my mask voice almost as if it's a whisper in his ear Mm-hmm. And it just says, I can speak to them. And with a roar, he turns around and looks at you. And suddenly, you've never seen this happen. The hook 
which isn't on his person, magically appears in his hand, the chain jangling from it. And he's like ready to strike. What do you do? I'm just going to slowly back away from him and I'm going to pull the mask off and drop my hood back. (laughs) Five stands up and completely not reading the room says murderer God, pointing at you. Oh my God. Brune just under his breath. Damn. And I just look to him and say, good to see you again. (laughs) Speaker Duvessa stands up and says, can we have some calm here? Let's clear the room, clear the room. And people are not going anywhere. Thorne's going to put his hands up and step forward and say, all right, hold on. Let's, let's rein it in, everybody. I, I don't think we need to leave the room. I think we can get back to a nice conversation. A lot of things being thrown around. I didn't mean to interrupt the, the interaction that's happening Speak, center stage here. Speaker DeVessa goes up the five and says, if you have accusations against this man, we will hear them. She turns around and says, McGregor, we will talk. I need to know. You can do that, that you, you can accomplish the things that you say you do. She says to you, Donar, right now, there's a dragon loose in this dale. We need to make sure it is dead. What can you do about it? Well, I was going to turn to our hero here. All he has to do is explain to us about the murders of the Rockwell man. And that should be information enough to let us know that he's capable of stopping the dragon. He's talking about trade. I just, and Donor's going to put his hands up innocently. Like I'm just, I'm just looking for more information. <laughs> I don't know why people are barking at me. So, Mister McGregor, if you could enlighten us just real fast, all you got to do is tell us. It will take ten, two ten days to get the ship to Revel's End. Then I can prove everything that I say. I we're can not do. talking about the ship. We're talking about these murders. The people need to be able to trust you. And Donor's going to shift his focus back and with that and say, you feel the audience kind of turn strongly toward your side. Donor's going to shift his focus up to Ryan and say, once again, I, I understand. It, it's getting heated in here. It's getting scary. If you want to say something, now is the time. She pulls out a stone, flashes it to McGregor. There's a flying snake symbol on it. The game's over, Meat Hook. You've lost. Meat Hook? I'm sorry, Meat Hook? What's that all about? And you just. Don't always plan mad dumb. And with that, he. And like pulls his Meat Hook up in the air and flings it down. Actually, flings it at Kai. Roll initiative. There we go. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Rune, what you get? Uh, 14. 14. Kai? 10. Tracks? 19. 19. Fang? 13, even with advantage. Donar? 5. Not good. Spitz? 10. Tracks, what do you do? So, uh, seeing all that start to happen... He's also been kind of itching for McGregor to do something. So he's immediately going to uh, throw a lightning bolt at him. Okay. First one, 25. 25, that hits. 
That's going to be for nine plus two. Okay, 11. So 11, and I'm going to do it again. Okay. Same thing for seven points of damage. And while he's doing that, he's going to yell up to Willard. He's going to say, don't you move. Oh, I wouldn't miss this for the world. <laughs> yeah, that's not him. <laughs> Brune. Um, while shit's popping off, yeah, Kai will just yell, "Back the fuck off now!" Where is McGregor here? Is he in front of Kai? McGregor is like at the basically at the uh, table. Okay, Brune will take his movement, and he's kind of like vaulting and rolling over these benches in front of him. Mm -hmm. Um, just quick to action. He was sitting like the old man. He immediately gets up and is bolting into action and he's not going to um, put the blade on the staff because he's preoccupied getting there uh, mm-hmm. throughout the hustle and bustle. Yeah. And he's gonna go um, for a... He's gonna use the, the staff to attack twice and for one of them he's going to do a uh, uh, superiority dice to try to trip him. Okay. Uh, so for the first one with just the staff, well, I don't think I've ever actually used only the staff. Is a eleven to hit? Okay, eleven does not hit. And the second is a twenty-two. That does hit. All right. So it's only gonna do a ten damage. But with the superiority dice, it adds two more. So it's 12 total damage, and he has to make a strength saving throw of 15. That's a 14 plus 5. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, 19. Cool. Then he's he's fine. But uh, Yeah, he just kind of, you hit him, and it's just kind of like, he's so stocky that he just don't even, yeah. he doesn't even budge. Yeah, had to try. But then he's just he's just got that stare into his eyes that he does. Fang. Uh Fang takes his full movement um up toward the front of the room, uh gets right about to like the first um row of chairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks at McGregor, um doesn't need to make eye contact necessarily, but tries to, um, and brings his his thumb and his first two fingers uh, to his his face and kind of like makes a pulling motion like down his nose but from his eyes and then mm-hmm. points two fingers uh, at McGregor and um, casts blindness. Okay, is it a saving he has to make throw? A constitution saving throw. Oh, got nineteen plus. Well, the natural nineteen. Yeah, he saves and just damn it. And that's it. Ryan runs up the stairs and across the, the railing and is on top of the railing. And she gets to there and she's like looking at you, Kai. Inside. And she she kind of like is motion, like she's shaking her head toward the door. And it's like, just get out of here. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah. Well, um, she's, she just kind of like did a free action to it. Will be, yeah, basically, it's your turn. But she's like looking for you, holding an action, seeing what you're going to do. And she's like, let's get out of here. And she kind of nods at you. I take one step up where I'm kind of even 
with Brune looking down at McGregor, or looking up at McGregor, I guess. <laughs> and I hold out my hand, and electricity starts to crackle around it. Okay. And I hold my arm out to the side, right next to Brune's head. I said, back off. And I just hold it there. Anything else? That's it. Spitz. Okay, well, in light of that, uh, Spitz is gonna run up and hop up onto the stage mm-hmm. and position herself in front of all of the speakers. You see, uh, make a perception check. Yes, I will. It's not great. Twelve. Fife has two daggers pulled out and he's got them between his fingers like he's getting ready to throw them. Okay. Um, she is going to be there. Uh, she's going to yell over to any of the speakers. Get behind me if you need protection. And they do. They just... They just basically, I'm just, they hold an action <laughs> getting yeah. out of the way. You see, um, uh, uh, Fife does not move. Yeah. And um, she'll have her shield out ready, and she also takes out a javelin and just is holding an action. Mm -hmm. If McGregor comes, like, even looks at the speaker, it's like he's going to do something. She's chucking it at him. Donar. Uh, Donar, first seeing Spitz stand in front of the the speakers, he's going to go downstage. (laughs) And, and stand by Spitz and cover any of the speakers who can't get behind her, even though she's eight feet tall. Um, <laughs> seven and then two. In, seven two. <laughs> taller than Donar. Um, in one fell motion, Donar is going to put on his shutter shades with his left hand, and with his right hand, he's going to twist his wrist like he's turning on a gas stovetop, and he's going to say, Mitne. And that's how he casts Fairy Fire on. McGregor. Okay. So he needs to make a, a dex save to beat 15. Okay. He rolls a 10. However, he chooses to succeed. Fuck. All right. Uh, it would have looked cool. <laughs> would have looked <laughs> the, cool. The, you just see him kind of like focus and rage and like the purple, uh, whatever the color, what color is your fairy fire? It, it was going to look kind of like purple, blackish, like everything like else, yeah. but almost like a black light. Yeah. Kind of okay. purple. Yes. Yes. Um, and he just kind of like shake, and then like boom away from him and dissipates. And Donut's gonna say, "All right, new plan," and he's gonna address the group talking uh, and say, oh, "Any guards who want to help out? This man is—I don't think he's who he says he is. Back Seems pretty fraudulent." Off. Yeah, b- back back off. And um, Donut, I guess, has a bonus action. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So, c- can you hold bonus actions? No. For somebody to do something. Okay. Um, then he's just gonna, with his yeah, back off. He's just gonna give Kai Bardic Inspiration as a bonus action for whatever comes next. That's it. <laughs> McGregor, who rolled a four, <laughs> takes the meat hook. Me and you, just like last time, huh? Why don't we have a chat? We'll have a chat in hell. And he rolls. Let's see. That is a let's see, 19 uh, on the first attack. I'm going attempt. to cast shield as a reaction. Okay. Just blocking it. Okay. And saying, 
we should really talk. Go ahead, talk. As he swings again, that is a dirty 20. And the third attack will go on. Stop. And he holds the um, hook right up to your throat. Like he just kind of boom, stops. And I just sit there and I don't move. Don't even react to it. Say it. See what you have to say. And I turn back and look to Brune and everyone else who's gathering around and just say, back off. Speaker Nimsy gets the people who are behind uh, Spitz and gets them back against the wall. Like, sees the fury in Kai's eyes. The, like, the, the, not fury, but like just concentration, steadfastness. He gets the, um, the speakers and the people on the dais back in a way. If Spitz notices that, she'll go with them. Her whole intention is protecting them. Okay. I'm going to hold combat here until something happens. Kai's, uh, he's holding in the hook. Can I ready an action? Yes. Well, it depends on what it is, I think. Okay. Could I ready a grapple? What's the trigger? Uh, meat hook at attacking any anything. Who are you grappling? Meat hook. I'll allow that. Because you're right there. Mm-hmm. Do what you must do now, Kai. I will when you back off. No. The meeting of stubborn minds has begun. <laughs> Fuck you, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Donar, why don't you step against the wall with everyone else? You got it. Brune, I think, um, remember before you put your faith in Kai? I think it's time to do it again. Just a few feet. You're still going to be able to see everything that's happening. Donar saying this as he backs up to where Spitz is. You'll still have eyes on the situation. We got to trust him. We got to do it now. He gets five feet. Listen to me. There is wisdom more than just teaching. What do you know of teaching? If you open your ears, open your ears and I'll teach you a lesson. Brune, it's time, dude. Brune's going to sit on this bench and just, he'll take his hat off, put it in his lap, and say, Teach me, Kai. Right now, I'm teaching you to listen. I am listening. Speak, Your hero routine will get you killed. You think you can stand against anything. I'm telling you, you cannot. And what are you going to do now? What is happening, Kai? Do what you're here to do. We have things to do without you. Everyone against the wall. And everybody just, like, backs off. Like, starts, like, kind of, like, quickly getting out of seats. And I start lecturing Meat Hook. Did you think that you could hide from me? You're supposed to be dead. Twice over. Sometimes I wish I still was. I can take care of that for you. All accounts will be balanced soon enough. Did you know that when you kill someone, you fracture 
a part of their soul and yours. You literally embed in someone. You taught me how to kill. You're good at it. And because of that, there's so much shrapnel in me. Sometimes I don't know who I am. But there's also a piece of me in you. And I could feel it. I knew you were close. No matter where you hid, I could feel you. So I was going to find you. And I knew I couldn't beat you. We've been fighting dragons and Duragar and... Fuck all else. But another thing I've learned... Is to be smart. Always hold all the cards. Never let anyone know what to expect. And I make that same little bolt of electricity come back mm-hmm. on just my finger. And you see, like, white knuckles around the hilt of the beat hook. And I run it up near my belly button, underneath my crop top. Mm-hmm. And I just rake it up the crop top, cutting it open. His clothing falls away, and you see three glowing glyphs of magic written onto his skin. And everybody goes, <gasps> What did you do, Kai? So what do you say? And I look over at the, the green-cloaked ranger, and I just say, I told you I would answer for what I've done. Killing yourself is no sacrifice, he says. All accounts are balanced all the same. And with that, I am going to throw a high kick towards McGregor's head. Okay, before you do, he has his held action. So he's going to get his reaction off. (laughs) And that's a natural three, so he misses. I'm just going to stop the meat hook with my hand Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to push it back while I kick so when I throw the kick Mm -hmm. it's actually a feint and the kick is going to miss his head and lock back around the front of his neck okay then I'm going to rotate my other arm off the meat hook and grab his pinky finger Mm mhm And with my other arm, grab his index finger, kick my other leg up in front of him, and yank back and get him in an arm bar where my body is locked around his left arm. Okay, I'd like you to make a grapple at advantage. I would like to cash in my wedding present, natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah! Um, um, Josh, you have one of those. I don't know if you saw it in the oh. Discord, but you do have one of those, too. I missed that. Okay, good to yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, Holy yeah. <laughs> I rolled a natural one for his... <laughs> yeah. Happy nuptials, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, so you do that. You've got him in an arm bar. With that, I look to Brune, and I just say... Always hold all the cards. And I, my eyes kind of glance across the wall at all the suns and back to Ryan. And as my eyebrows lift just ever so much, the trigger happens. 
and she shouts, No! Kai! And... Have McGregor make a deck save. It's at disadvantage because you're grappled. It'd be a 19 and a natural 2. 68 points of thunder damage. Okay. McGregor, there's like, boom, flash of light. McGregor goes down on the ground. Unconscious. Kai also affects me. Yeah. And Kai is lying there. Kai is not lying there. Kai is not lying there. Kai had eight hit points left. That puts you above double your max, right? Yep. Ryan runs up to where your body was. And she's just crying. And then suddenly she takes off running for the exit. What do you what do you all do? Donor's not doing anything. Donor's frozen. Uh Fang is at the exit. Um Do you reading. do you let do you let Ryan go by? That's I'm reading I want an insight checker or something. Yeah, make an insight check yeah, on her. But I, I wanna read the emotion on her face, whether she's running in distress or she's running like on a mission. Got it. Make an insight check. Uh, 16. I'm going to send you a message. Spitz, having barely known Kai, of course is sad, but is going to run immediately to McGregor, see if he's alive, see if he's dead. If he's alive, like, tie him the fuck up. He's failed one death save. Okay, she's just gonna let that keep happening, but just, like, on lookout if he has any allies and will fight them. She's got her great axe ready. Upon uh, seeing Spitz move, Donor would kind of shake himself awake and silently check in with Brune to see if, if he was damaged at all. I, I'm not I wasn't sure of the radius. If he was in 20 feet, he got that, too. Uh, that would be a yes. What do I have to do? Uh, or is it... Go ahead, I'm sorry, I was typing something. What, what deck happened? save, right? Yeah, deck save. I'll choose to fail. He would have sit and watch, watched it. He wouldn't have tried to get out of the blow. What's your, what's your maximum? Max yeah, HP. Because it was 68. 58. 58, okay. I'll be alright, yeah. So d- Donard, seeing... So I'm, I'm out. Donard... Uh, fuck. I'm out of spell slots. So Donard will just... Sprint down to, uh, leaping off the stage to Brune, slumped over, and yell for Fang. Um, Fang, reading what he can on her face, um, locks, if he can, locks eyes with her. Does she look at him? She does look at him, yes. Um, then with, I guess, the kindest but most serious look he can, he uses his connection with Pinky on his ear mm-hmm. to, um, as an action, cast Detect Thoughts okay. on her. She has, it's a DC 13. Okay. She fails. He barrels right through her thoughts, doesn't pry so much as then uses a bonus action mm-hmm. to send a telepathic message to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in her head, uh, he's making eye contact and he says, It does not matter to me where you are going. It only matters to me that you send a message when you are there. This involves all of us. 
Kai was our friend too. And she can use a bonus action to reply if she wants to. She says in your mind, it's all going to be okay. And she runs past you. While that's happening. Go ahead, Trax. Thang will rush, rush to the middle. Okay. With everybody else. Okay. While that was happening. Donar is, is yelling. He's yelling, Fang, Trax. He's, he's yelling for Trax, people. Fucking Trax would have gotten there. Um, and he, he tossed a spider down. He's just kind of like stoic walking forward. And he mm-hmm. just takes out of his, out of his pouch. He takes one of his little healing spiders and tosses it. Onto Brune for uh, 13 points. You come back to consciousness and you look down and you don't look that badly hurt. It just, it definitely knocked the wind out of you. But you're back up. Now what? Uh, Spitz, as she is very intently staring at McGregor, will uh, just who say. Makes another death saving throw with. This is the Starbuck dice. <gasps> That's a oh! natty one. <laughs> well, that answers the question. <laughs> natty one, Word. listeners. That's a natty one. Yep. And the blood has stopped trickling, and he is no longer breathing. Oh, looking up, Spitz will just then say, Is everyone else okay? Does anyone else need any help? And look around the room. Everybody seemed to clear, like, they're kind of in shock on the ground. The, the the light from the explosion kind of knocked people down, like they just weren't expecting it. You see Nimsy and um, Nimsy and, and Edra, they're mute, come up to the edge of the dot. I was like looking around. I, I think everybody's okay. Um, I don't see any anyone injured. And you see um, a young teenager who's kind of like, Fell weird and bruised, but other than that, no injuries. Michon says, Copper, did you get all that? <laughs> <laughs> Copper says, Fuck you. I'm not in church. I can say fuck. Wait, were, were they still at that table? No, they ran away. They- <laughs> <laughs> They're not. <laughs> they stayed at the table. They were underneath. Right on they, <laughs> they were both underneath oh. the table. Okay. Um, you never know, man. Yeah. I d- <laughs> Speaker Duvessa stands up and says, "Thank you for revealing him to be the bloodthirsty murderer that you accused him of being." And F- Five says, "Injustice has been done today." Fuck off! What kind of justice is that? You said it yourself. I wasn't going to help anybody. Justice. Who's it going to help? My conscience. The family of Olivesa. Okay. For the family. Otherwise, I don't want you on my team. You were never on my team. Yeah, fuck off. And he leaves. All this talk of teams and cards. These towns are not a game. We are here to help them, and that is that. What are we going to do? We have received word, Duvesa says. That the dragon flew south to the mountains, and great clanging and metal engines can be heard coming from the mountain. We need somebody to go and take it out now. Will you be those people? Spitz takes the axe in her hand and goes, yes, we will. And that's where we're going to call it for the evening. (laughs) (laughs) Epilogue. Um... (laughs) 
actually, um, are you ready to do something, Kai? I mean, uh, Blake? Yeah. Um, the camera goes outside to a destroyed building, and there's a man. Actually, I don't even know what you look like. He is an elvish-looking uh, figure with uh, somewhat ashy, fair skin, uh, long, shoulder-length dark hair, kind of undercut, but like braided back with many different braids and beads. He's got these two pink lines that kind of line his uh, upper cheekbones. And he's wearing a mostly uh, dark, kind of dingy clothes, but he also has on like a long, fluffy, uh, lavender-colored cardigan. The man is digging through the rubble of a house, and he finds a body, pulls it out, and starts intoning something over the body, laying his hands on its chest. Then you see him, the camera sees him, look to the sky, give a sly smile, and we will be meeting more of him next week, or next, whenever the next game is. Oh, shit. That was a little intense for, like, this is five episodes in a row of really intense things. Okay. I told you, when I have a month and a half to plan this. Oh. That was satisfying though like uh, after a month and a half of not playing and like the stakes being so high like i think the way that went like that was fit for the hype don't you art know? i mean paul that was that speech was, was that, you yes yeah you 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 got the crowd on your side with that speech and when you drop those names which i didn't know you knew yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was insane. Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> we would not have been able to do it without Kai. They had conversations the listeners didn't know about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't uh, even know about that. It definitely wasn't me just texting Blake a couple hours ago. It definitely wasn't. No, that. no. My players like mm-hmm. to drop surprises on me. Like I like to drop surprises on them. So. Um, All the things worked us well so far. <laughs> uh, is there anything we need to talk about? Any reviews we need to read or anything? There are a bunch of reviews in there, right? I feel like that we haven't touched um, from the yeah. past months. I, I had like right. notifications of. Does anybody want to read one or first read one? Yeah, go, go for it. We're cool. Yeah, yeah. Reviews to be read. Um, oh yeah, so this is this is from uh, October sixth. This is a DM sent to Ron from uh, Athena Lau at Hightail. The at is Vanilla Burp is the handle. Uh, hello, waving emoji. I hope I'm not disturbing and all is well. I'm just reaching out because I've started listening to your podcast in the background as I work, and it has made me laugh so many times. The podcast is such a nice vibe. The campaign so interesting, and the team RP so hilarious. I wasn't sure where to share this, but I just needed to say it's awesome, and I'm suddenly a big fan. Thanks for the content. Heart emoji. I'm going to keep listening, and I hope to see more in the future if you guys plan to keep at it. 
Cheers. We do plan to keep at it. Thank you Can't so wait much. To see how hilarious no, they think, think this gonna... episode is. <laughs> we're gonna cut it there. That's that's our last episode, guys. See you later. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm I'm actually done playing D anD. I'm retired. Oh, that's very nice words. Thanks. Congratulations to Blake and Josh for yeah. married life. We're so happy for them. Um, yes. Well, if anything, nobody has anything else to say. Let's do a wrap up. Hey, everybody. My name is Paul Gary, and I've been playing Sheriff Donar of Kerkonig, Dragonborn Monk Bard. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Paul Gary. Um, vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> Ted pops in is like, um, we're going to have a debate. This that's going to be the funny episode. Oh, is yeah. the yeah. me yeah. Oh, debating wow. Ted the Johnson trail. I'm in. Let me know. When okay, that will yes. be that should be a, a separate side story. It's like yeah. the debate. Yes, <laughs> for sure. I'm here. I'm here. Listeners, thanks for listening. This is Ross. I've been playing Fang, the Twilight Cleric Shifter. Uh, Fang played a, a nice. Uh, t- took a backseat tonight in the action. Uh, was paying the most attention to everything, and Ross was taking vigorous notes. So, oh, I believe it. <laughs> uh, if you're a note taker for D and D, share those with me because I want to see how you do it. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey guys, it's Blake playing Kai Raju slash Green Swift. That's right. Yeah, that is that is his Clock real that. name. Um, jeez, wow. Slash, I guess somebody else now, which is going to be well. Fun. I'm seeing a new Zoom name, but I'm not going to tell the listeners. Yeah, I'll have to <laughs> catch in on that some other time. Join our community. We've got yes. an awesome uh, Discord crew, and uh, also hop on our Patreon too. We've got some awesome stuff that we're starting to post on there, so don't miss out. Yeah, we should be having some Blake um, stuff coming out and some uh, Fang stuff coming out. So, yeah, coming out soon. I'm excited. Well, like, or maybe mm, already out because time of time. Split, yeah. Time travel. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. never know. That's the thing. Uh, what's up, everybody? I'm Josh. I have been playing Brune, the Tortle Fidel. Fighter Battlemaster. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at joshinaround88. Um, not a lot to report on this front. Been uh, kind of busy. So um, hit me up on Twitter with what you've been busy with. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Josh. After this, stay on for a second after everybody leaves. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> Probably just a doctor's appointment. Forever planned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have a 10 a.m. rehearsal. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Uh, It'll be fine. It'll be great. Who's hey, next? It's it's me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Zach. Follow me at Zach Burrell ten. Um, let's see. Uh, Warlock should hopefully be going. Yeah, um, I'm excited. So check that out. Yeah. You can. Uh, that's Warlock D and D on Twitter, and uh, I'm sure we'll retweet the episode and stuff. So, yeah, check it out. I'm Claire. I have been playing Spets the Bear Lady. She's taller than McGregor. Just wanted to point that out once again. <laughs> uh, definitely now. Well, you're definitely taller oh, than him now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, she was ready to... Uh, her question was going to be, should I just end it? And she was going to 
accent. Um, yeah, but my coffee recommendation for you right now is actually golden milk. It's a lovely, lovely thing. I like oh, it yeah. with oat milk, a bit of honey, ginger, turmeric. It's really good if your throat and face is not feeling great. You can put a little bit of cayenne in there, again, if you want to wake your face up. Um, yeah, sh- let me know what kind of coffee you like to drink. Let me know what kind of anime you watch. I'm on Twitter a lot at Femsloth. And my name is Ron Murphy, and you can find me on Twitter at Ron88KeysRBDM. Please subscribe and leave us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, and share us with all your friends. Follow us on Twitter at DND. Thank you to Wizards of the Coast, D&D Beyond, Roll20, and thank you to Sirenscape, Andre Sitkoff, and the Monument Studios for the amazing sound effects and music. Stay frosty! Uh, make an intelligent saving throw oh oh right 20s are you (laughs) sorry that's a good one too (laughs) intel oh that is uh 10 man you must have gotten lucky because the the explosion looked like it was quite deadly but it didn't seem to like you you look down and after the healing spider you're not as hurt as you think you you were but you must have got like the, oh. the you must have gotten lucky so was i actually at down or did i just kind of i think i, I was I can't yeah, really yeah yeah say yeah. more than that okay right now, okay but because your role was only a 10 so yeah cool but you basically got you got lucky great okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> i can hold you both higher down right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all. If the last two years have taught me anything other than the fact that I'm never actually going to make sourdough bread at home, it's that human beings thrive in communities of like-minded people. We may not be able to see the people we care about every day, but the Internet has ways to bridge the gap. That's why I'm inviting you to join the Severed Sons Discord, where members of our awesome community talk about whatever's on their minds. Anime, video games, art, Theater, D&D, of course, and very serious channels like Zach's Saggy Curtain and Josh's Squeaky Chair. I'm tearing up already. The Severed Sons Discord is a way for all of us to connect in a time when Zoom calls are tough to schedule, but apps are easy to open. You can find a link to our Discord in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you in the server. Until then, stay frosty. Stay frosty.